Welcome to the School of Bliss Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and making your choice to elevate, to ascend, and to tap into your higher consciousness. This is a show where we not only inspire and motivate, we give you proven strategies and route to achieving unbridled bliss. And now, your host. What's up, what's up, everyone? Thank you so much for tuning in to the School of Bliss podcast. I'm your host, Colin Zadika, and today I've been thinking a lot about dopamine. So just to make it clear, dopamine is a neurotransmitter that's made in your brain, and it pretty much acts as a chemical messenger, communicating messages between nerve cells in your brain and your brain and the rest of your body. So everyone knows dopamine as the feel-good hormone or as the feel-good chemical. And that's because it gives you this sense of pleasure, gives you this motivation to do something when you're feeling a lot of pleasure. Dopamine is pretty much part of our reward system. You know, our, our bodies are designed from an evolutionary standpoint to reward us when we're doing the things that we need to do to survive. Now, remember, as a human being, your basic instinct instinct is survival you know so as soon as you complete a task that is pretty much part of your survival your brain is hardwired to release dopamine and pretty much that's that's the reward now the reason why your brain does this is it wants you to seek out more of these behaviors because then if you create a pattern of these behaviors then you're pretty much in survival mode or in line to survive you know and pass on your genes to the next generation now it's very imperative you understand that dopamine is very instrumental in many body functions as a matter of fact as a neurotransmitter it is directly involved in movement memory and i know the most popular one is motivation behavior and cognition attention you know sleep and arousal mood and learning as well dopamine levels normally vary from person to person and if you want to know whether your dopamine is low or high this this is what you you ideally want to look out for now if your dopamine is very low you will feel very unmotivated that's the first thing you will always feel unmotivated to complete tasks you will constantly feel fatigued you're tired for some reason you're just tired you cannot explain it you probably even got enough sleep uh, during the night But for some reason, you just feel very, very tired. And you will also feel unhappy. Unhappy people have very low dopamine. And that's one of the sure signs that you have to look out for. Now, on the other hand, if you have very high dopamine, or if you have the right amount of dopamine, you'll feel very happy. You'll feel motivated to complete tasks, which is pretty much the opposite of the things you'd feel on low dopamine. You'll feel a lot, and you'll feel very focused. You know, sometimes when you're constantly losing attention, your attention span becomes very low or very small. That could be your your dopamine is pretty much fried. And most of the times you lose your memory, you keep forgetting things, you know, the smallest things you keep forgetting, you keep forgetting. That's a sure sign that some aspects of your dopamine are fried. Most of the times I hear people talk about, oh, they have mood swings, oh, they have hormonal fluctuations. You want to blame uh, mood swings on hormonal fluctuations, but in reality, you probably just have, you know, very low dopamine. I just feel like, you know, we can't be out here blaming everything on hormones and hormonal fluctuations when in reality... It could just be, okay, this individual has fried their dopamine 
so bad. And now they just experience this unwarranted mood swings. Do you know most of the people out here with sleep problems are experiencing side effects of low dopamine? You need to understand that dopamine is pretty much, if I can coin something around it, it's pretty much a survival chemical or one of the survival chemicals that our brain makes. And so if you're having trouble sleeping, maybe you have to start fixing the root cause. As soon as you're experiencing this sleep apnea and you're waking up in intervals of 30 minutes, you're checking your clock and, and, and damn, you've just been asleep for 30 minutes. You're back to sleep again and you wake up again. I think, you know, the first impulse would be to get some melatonin to increase the, you know, the sleep quality or to get some supplements to increase the sleep quality or to get some sleeping pills. Now, that's where you mess up even more. I think most of the times you want to address the underlying cause and that could probably be low levels of dopamine. Now, you know, they say too much of anything is poisonous or too much of something is harmful. And that is something that I can ascertain without any fear of contradiction. You need to understand dopamine levels need to be balanced. You don't want to have very high dopamine. You know, when I speak about you have low dopamine levels, some individual might be like, okay, now I need very high uh, levels of dopamine, then I can be a superhuman. Not at all. As a matter of fact, most individuals you see today with addiction problems is because of extreme levels of dopamine. If you're looking at a reel on social media and this reel seems extremely interesting you need to understand something the activity in your brain at that particular moment is pretty much a spike in dopamine levels to a very high place and that is why you will move to the next video you will move to the next one and the next one and the next one and the next one before you know it you've been there scrolling at reels for a cool hour it's just like that's how it happens you understand so you need to understand levels of dopamine have to be balanced for you to function in an optimal fashion as a human being some of the diseases that are associated with extreme levels of dopamine are obesity when you binge eating your burgers and your pizzas and your sodas and your sugary foods you need to understand that you release a lot of dopamine your brain makes a lot of dopamine and that is why these are foods that are highly addictive these are very highly addictive foods because it is the dopamine when you're releasing dopamine you feel motivated you feel pleasure and so because your brain associates eating these foods with pleasure and you know motivation you're gonna have the urge to indulge more and more and more and so you catch yourself you know very obese eventually you ever heard of a person who's a maniac just think of it any situation these individuals that normally have very bad road rage this individual that drives extremely carelessly on the road this junkie this uh, adrenaline junkie that does some really really dangerous stunts this is because that is how they get their reward through extreme dopamine spikes if you see an individual driving like a maniac on the road that's what gives them that kick that's what makes them feel happy that's what gives them that feeling of reward and that's a disease being a maniac is is literally 
being sick. And that's why you need to look at these individuals and understand that, listen, this individual is definitely suffering from what? From this and this and that. And that's just what it is. Addiction. There's that thing that you want to indulge in from time to time, if not every time. There's that thing that you know very well is your guilty pleasure. There's that substance that you know very well shouldn't be putting in your body. But I mean, you do it regardless. That substance makes you feel some type of way, makes you feel very nice, makes you feel like you're untouchable for a few. You can't touch this. Well, the truth is that substance spikes at a very high dopamine level. Now, just like there's diseases associated with extreme levels of dopamine, there's diseases associated with very low levels of dopamine as well. That is why I'm speaking about you need to seek a balance. You need to find a balance. So a disease like ADHD, which is uh, attention deficit hyperactivity disorder, is directly linked to very low levels of dopamine. Another one is Parkinson's disease. And um, I reckon so many boxers that I know that I've admired over the years have eventually succumbed to Parkinson's disease. But listen, that's a story for another day. So I just spoke about, you know, maniacs. And there's this maniac that has just been hooting endlessly outside in the streets, you know. And I just had to, I, I had to pose, I had to remove that from the podcast. I mean, the power of words, huh? <laughs> I'm going to talk about it extensively on the next episode. But that aside, there's something I did at some point and um, I really, really want to share this. It's called a dopamine detox. Now, a dopamine detox is uh, intentionally taking a break from all these activities that trigger this dopamine release, especially unhealthy dopamine release. The idea is you want to have a lot of balance as a human being. You want to be very sensitive and you want to reset your dopamine receptors. You want to resensitize the brain's reward system and pretty much just feel like you're in full control of how you operate as a human being. Because once you're operating from a place of impulsion, addiction, then you're pretty much being controlled by something else. And that's not what you want as a human being. And the goal of a dopamine detox is to reduce the overstimulation of these dopamine receptors in the brain. You reduce the activities that you find, you know, to cause problems in your life. You pretty much want to limit your engagement in instant gratification activities. So many people today, you just want to get that instant gratification. You don't want to play the long game. That's because your dopamine is fried. And, and you want to replace this kind of activities with healthy activities that pretty much put you in place with your values and you know your physical and mental wellness. A sure way to detox your dopamine is first of all you want to sit down and identify your triggers so you want to take note of activities and habits that give you this instant rush of dopamine like excessive social media use especially scrolling now i'm not gonna lie i've I've dealt with scrolling myself at some point i felt like i'm scrolling way too much and you know the thing with with it is you realize after it's been happening for a while you know, so you want to take note of these activities because as soon as you can point it out, then you're in the right direction to actually get rid of that habit and, you know, replace it with something better. Junk food consumption. If you eat a lot of junk food or if you binge 
on junk food from time to time, then it's definitely something you want to take note of and try to replace it with some healthier food. Now, at the end of the day, that vessel, that body, you, you, you just can't get a replacement for that. That's why it's really, really important to look after yourself, both physically and mentally. So you want to set limits as well. I spoke to someone that means a lot to me, you know, and uh, I told them, hey, listen, I think I've been doing this excessively and I'm not too happy about it because this is not something that I want to be associated with. You know, and they're like, hey, listen, just set limits. Gradually reduce the time you spend on these activities and just pretty much set boundaries. As a matter of fact, you could, if, if, um, if it is scrolling, for example, you could set screen time, you know, you could set a boundary. So you can pretty much go to your settings, do something about it, you know, reduce the screen time where you actually even get a warning. Hey, listen, uh, your screen time is about to be up in a few, you know, something of a sort. Um, you want to find alternative activities as well. So you want to engage in hobbies and activities that bring you a lot of joy and fulfillment. I'm pretty sure... If you stop relying on instant gratification and you replace it with something else, eventually it's going to be so much fun and it's going to give you the right kind of dopamine that you're looking for as a human being. So you definitely want to look for, you want to look for something that you'd enjoy to do, you know, without necessarily relying on the instant gratification. One thing that has been very powerful in my life has been practicing mindfulness. Being present in the moment and just focusing on the experience rather than seeking immediate rewards has really been powerful in my life. And I can tell you right now that if you decide, you know what, from today I'm going to set aside 10 minutes of my day to meditate. I'm going to set 10 uh, minutes of my day to just be focused and be present I'm going to set 10 minutes of my day to do some journaling, 15 minutes of my day to do some journaling. I promise you, you set yourself up for greatness. And that's just what it is. Prioritize self-care, by the way. Ladies and gentlemen, take care of your physical and mental well-being through exercising. And this is something I can't say enough especially exercising and healthy eating. But you know where there's exercising and healthy eating? There's definitely quality sleep. So you want to sleep well, and then you want to manage your stress. I have this friend of mine that reached out, and she's like, hey, listen, I think I'm overeating. I think I'm addicted to carbohydrates. And I asked her, hey, listen, do you feel stressed? Have you been stressed? of late and she's like to be honest my career is stressing me up my workplace is stressing me up i'm stressed and i was like boom there you have it you're a stress eater that's how you're coping with the stress through eating and so you want to find you know stress management techniques you want to consult professionals that are going to help you to alleviate the stress without necessarily um, having to seek dopamine rush activities or unhealthy dopamine rush activities uh, just to cope with the stress. You want to seek support. As a, as a matter of fact, you want to have a support system. I don't think there's a human being that has made it 
without a support system. If you look at all these people making speeches when they've achieved a mean feat or a legendary feat or a historical feat, they always give a vote of thanks to this, to that, to those, to he, to she, to them, to they. Yeah, it's pretty much you must have a support system. So you want to surround yourself with a people you can literally call family. And you know that's how it works nowadays. Family is not just people, you know, that come from your bloodline. Family is a community of people that are around you, that support you, that want to see you grow, that want the best for you. That's family. That's how it is. And you just have to remember at the end of the day, it's all about finding a healthy balance and enjoying life's pleasures, you know, responsibly in moderation. Now, don't get it twisted. I mean, everybody enjoys a <laughs> dopamine rush here and there, especially the non-healthy dopamine rush. But listen, as soon as you make it your way of life, then it becomes destructive. So you definitely want to seek a balance. I want to say thank you so much for tuning in to this point of the podcast. I want to give my appreciation and extend my gratitude for all the support to all the listeners of the School of Bliss podcast. I appreciate you all. Colin Sadika, signing out.